Live from Tim Lewicki's pandering kegger of pacification, it's the Vocal Minority Podcast. Welcome to this week's episode of the Vocal Minority Podcast, the podcast that Tim Lewicki hasn't yet tried to buy off with free beer. We're waiting, Tim. Come at us. So thirsty. Right? Just come at us with the right offer and, ah, who are we kidding? I don't think our cynicism can be dulled by free stuff. At least not yet. On today's show, we look back at the match against Portland, look ahead to a match and a half this week, and really talk about the most important topics of the day. BMO Field and various goings on there. That part should be fun. And now to today's panel. He only likes free beer when it doesn't come with a pandering smile. He is Tony Walsh. I do like Seba. Thank you for asking. He requests all of his free beers be served on a beach in Spain. It's Duncan Fletcher. I'm actually holding out for a full season's pass to the Tunnel Club. Ooh. Mm, Nice. Season in the tunnel. Yes. There you go. He can be bought off with unlimited free kits, probably. It's Mr. Mark Hinckley. True. Also, I like panda beer. Why didn't I get panda beer? And as for me, I've said it before. If Converse comes calling, my beliefs may waver. I am your host, Kristen Knowles. And now to today's show. Three points, a clean sheet, and another gorgeous goal from the Atomic Ant. While all of that sounds like a glorious match, it had its pretty good moments. But again, Toronto only managed one goal against a Portland side that, well, especially in the first half, clearly had no ideas and were there for the taking. They'd lost their most important scoring weapon partway through the first half when Valeri went out with uh, an injury. I sort of feel like we're starting to become uh, the New England Revolution for Portland. You know, they come here, we injure their players. Mm, okay. Yeah. Did we really uh-huh. injure him? Did we? Well, not well, particularly, but then I don't think they, New England injured Cuverman's or Oh, no, exactly. they did. No, so. they did. <laughs> that, <laughs> Those that, that, that pitch is a death trap. You think it was the turf, but if you see the trajectory from the musket. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> I see. Yeah. Those, those, those spherical lead bullets, come on. CSI Paul Revere. Mm. <laughs> Bastards. Had last season. Uh, so, so while there was still some really good play from TFC, there were still some issues on display as this was a very beatable Timbers team and TFC were perhaps lucky to have beaten them. When you look at the second half especially. Yeah, I think you'd look at the first half and say we were unlucky not to be two or three. Up. Absolutely. But yes, the second half... Uh, I was a bit know, nervy. Yeah, we seem to just get more and more defensive. It's like, oh, yeah, we'll take uh, Osorio off for... Uh, Haglund will take more off for Jackson. It's just we're turtling further and further back, and it very, very nearly went horribly wrong. So, um, yeah, it's not ideal. But when, yeah. the, when the other side are dressed as turtles, <laughs> what more can you do? Yes, That's true. But yeah, they, they, um, you know, it's expected to take your foot off the gas and play defensively in the second half. But they did that in about the 60th minute. Yeah. It was a bit too early to, and Toronto's to pull the reins back. not a team that should coast. No. No, yeah. this that, is not that a team be, that's... How yeah. many goals can we put past you? Yeah, they, they shouldn't like look at a 1-0 and say, in we the bag. Yes. So, Sealed. yeah, it was, a, it was a bit disconcerting to see them uh, t- 
take the foot off the gas that early. That being said, Portland's keeper kept them in the match. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, great TFC, game. Yeah. There was a few clear-cut goals we could have had, and as well as Osorio's, the back of his head, finally manicured head, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. kept a goal out. So, not perfect by any means. Unlike other times going into the last 10 minutes, I didn't, and I said this to you at the match, I, I, I didn't have that gut feeling that they were going to ship in the last goal. No. I was never feeling that afraid. Portland, I was surprised. They're they're pretty they're a pretty toothless club. Mm-hmm. I don't know, I mean, when they brought a Ruti on, mm-hmm. you figure, oh well, Here that's comes, what's going to happen. Yeah. yeah, but that was only our you know yeah. that was our Pavlovian mm-hmm. you know well, reaction. We're we're well conditioned to that one. Yeah, yeah. bring that X red bell. So yeah, I, I was quite confounded by the whole early let's tur- let's turtle up maneuver. I didn't understand that for the life of me. At no point did I feel, like you said, toothless. I did not feel Portland was going to break through what we like to call a defense. Um, I, at no, I, it was just such a weird situation that they were going to become passive this early. I, mm. And for a split second, I thought, all right, well, maybe they're going to put put another defender in, and then we're going to see the kid come out for a midfielder, uh, Hamilton. I thought, okay, sure, this is that makes sense. And it just got more and more... Defensive, yeah. which I had no idea why. It was a timid, almost uh, like you had a one nil away. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's a move you do not hear. Yeah, you and I looked at the lineup on the way in and looked at the subs bench and went, "Okay, so these three guys are being subbed on." Yeah, pretty much in this order. And you were exactly right. And that's yeah. exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I don't want to be right in a situation like that. I would have rather have been like. Wait a second. Is that Jordan Ooh. Hamilton? Jay Chapman. Jay Chapman. Like, who the are Chapman? these people? Mm. They exactly. From uh, TFC2? That's the of, one. Of the yes. TFC2 Chapmans. It's yeah. true. But I mean, It speaks a lot to Vanny, I think. Yeah. He is uh, not one to really change things that are air working. quotes working. <laughs> it's working. Working. No. Well, like, they got, yeah, they got to win. How right? it, yeah. Not working. True. Yeah. Not not working, not working. Somewhere in the middle. Yeah. If it's good enough, he'll stick with it. He doesn't seem like the type who's going to... Throw, I don't know how those young guys are going to get into matches. It's going to be Gold Cup time, I assume. Well, it was when interesting absolutely because pressed. Jordan Hamilton played. Um, he stuck around. He actually played in the TFC two game, but yeah. he also played much later on in that game. Mm-hmm. Like he didn't start. He was on the bench and he came on partway, fairly late in the second half, if I remember correctly. So I'm just curious: is there suddenly a Jordan Hamilton issue that we're not aware of? Are they really, really bringing him along slowly? Because that sort of thing, if he wasn't going to play in in the first game. Normally, he'd be a starter for that game. Well, perhaps mm-hmm. with the injuries, though, they don't want to risk running him out for 90 minutes and burning him out. And, you know, there's always the chance that well, something could got, happen in the week and they'd absolutely need him next week. So. He's got a big game coming up this week. Oh, of course. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't know what you're talking I about. I know. Me either. I'm making things up. Yeah. But yeah, Portland weren't in any way dangerous until no. we sat back and invited them to attack. And mm-hmm. that's when they looked like scoring. So, yeah. And that being said, any club in this league can sneak that goal off you. Mm. So that was the yeah. disappointing part. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I, I had expected a little more, you know, forward mm-hmm. twirling motion. Just some more teeth to them for longer in the game, I think. And I think the opportunity presented itself. The team was playing fairly well. You know, not outstanding but there was some nice moments and there was some good mm-hmm. link up play it could have very well ended up 2-0 though from the Bradley um save in the sure, half. sure. So, and, and, then, and I you think know, we the, probably would have we might have been block. looking at it differently if it ended up with that score line so. Craval had a yeah decent nice, chance yeah. as well yeah. that mm-hmm. he really did, he really should have just passed to Jovinko rather than shoot but are you kidding were, me there were still chances chance 
on the break in that second half. So yeah. I guess that's maybe what he was going for. It's like, yeah, right, we'll just invite them on and kill them on the break. So who knows? Anyway, All right. it more or less worked. Yeah. So man of the match that is not Jovinko. Mm. I'll have to go with Michael Bradley. You say that so sadly. I don't want to say this. I, I thought he had a But I'm going to have to match. say this. Yeah, no, I, th- I think he played well. I, um, seems to be embracing the top of the diamond position a little more every week. I don't know if it was quite as much against uh, Portland as it was against New England. I'm not sure it was quite as evident, but he was making himself available as the outlet. I didn't see him drop back hardly at all. No, not I, as much. I was much. impressed that Definitely, he yeah. managed to I, stay. In the- I think Shiru is doing such a nice job in the holding midfielder position and he's proving himself to be you know a class above many of his teammates that there's probably the trust level there now that you know someone's got his back that bradley is feeling more free um when they when they took uh, luke moore off and really it was became jovinko and bradley as your forwards it you know there there was movement there so yeah I, no one Stood out more than Jovinko, of course. Why you said that? So it's a, it's a distant second, but I, he had a good game. Okay. Uh, I'll give a mention to Damian Pekis. Um, You know, I think the defense as a whole was yeah. generally pretty solid, and I think there's definitely been times in the past where I've could specifically noticed, oh, that's not good uh, about Pekis, but there was none of that, and there was I think even a couple of things where I noticed, oh yeah, that was a very good. Sort of last minute block or tackle or whatever so you know, just doing the, the general work quite well and some of the standouty bits were good so you know, I've shot on him in the past so you know good for you Pekis this no, time I thought, around. No I agree I think he had a really one of his possibly his best game actually it was very you know very well organized you know like the mm-hmm. tracking back when he felt the need to come forward but actually he almost scored a goal. Well yeah, we and we mentioned this, this. We mentioned this when we yeah, were watching that um, Zavaleta was clearly playing the the, the, stay, uh, at the stay at home yeah. defender, which allowed Perkis a little more freedom to be the ball playing defender, which I think he tends to lean to. Not always with amazing success Results, rate, but but, but uh, perhaps Haglund, who is a bit more of a roamer himself, the two of them. That doesn't really work when both are straying off into different orbits. Mm. Zavaleta managed to maybe keep him anchored and allowed him a bit of freedom to start the play out of the back. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think having like Sheru back there, I think just the last few games they've actually kind of figured out. All right, you know, this one particular person is definitively mm-hmm. defensive midfielder, so that helps mm-hmm. as well. I think before it was I think so too. When when Bradley was coming back, yeah. who knows exactly what's yeah, happening? Yeah, who's, who's coming for the ball and where chaotic. am I sending so, this? And yeah, I, mean, I think. In general, the sort of midfield has been a bit more sorted out. The tactics have been better, and that is helping mm. quite a few players look better than they did in the you know, chaotic first few games. Yeah, right? I, I think of an example. I think the Columbus match, which was, to me, the most evident of Michael Bradley putting himself into positions where it wasn't helping. No. He was, in his defense, he was trying to get back and become part of the defense, which was leakier then than maybe it is now, but... It was almost causing more problems than it was helping. So, yeah, yeah I, 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 uh, I give it to Sheru, um, mostly for his uh, his brutal undressing of that one poor bastard mm-hmm. just before the uh, absolute highlight of the. Oh, that, that was game. phenomenal! That was just, like, we've seen we've seen many player get beat get beat bad. 
I've never actually seen a player on the verge of losing his shoes. It's still there. <laughs> like it was, it was, it was just, just like so crumpled and twisted on the ground. I, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I tried for hours doing that on FIFA, and I could not pull that off. Um, I would, I would also like to say that uh, I, I, I agree with Tony with Bradley. Um, what's nice about seeing Bradley is that he's not trying to be everything to everyone. He's he's sticking to an area and he's letting people fend for themselves. Whether that's either he's figured it out or Mr. Student of the Game told him or whatever. However, however the information filtered down, I'm happy for it because he actually looked great. If if Bradley wants to go and go for glory every once in a while, he's entitled to it. He doesn't he doesn't miss by much and he's got good control. So there's no point in having that guy play defensive mid. If this is the formation going forward. nowhere to go but up Mm -hmm. one other thing I'd say about that Sheru bit where he kind of twisted that guy around the best bit about it is that after that happened he hit a 30-40 yard pass like to Javinko on the run right Mm -hmm. onto his foot Duncan would you please stop reading my notes Mm, sorry Sheru is um, he's the one I I find myself watching more and more every week yeah he's fun to watch he is a lot of fun to watch and that pass as you said Duncan that was that was just brilliant I can just watch that over and over again yeah, and he's so, done that more than once. Mm-hmm. Question: So that little sequence of moments, yes. or the bit against the Puerto Ricans in preseason where he made two of them run into each other, which is the, which is the best? Oh, I'll say this one since it's in. Uh, so yeah, yeah, since it actually yeah. counts. I saw okay. it in person. You can do a you can do a sure. lot of friendly when you're yeah, yeah. yeah. when you're being gallic and fancy. <laughs> Granny YouTube videos could be anything. Yeah, in person. Right. I saw David Shinola shampoo his hair at the halfway point once in the middle of a friendly. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Luscious, man. Oh, you know. Quite a mane. Yeah, he did. Luscious locks for sure. All right. Does anyone have a go to the match for this one? Oh, I did. Say it. Say it. Someone I, say it. I did. Go for it. Oh, it's probably not what you're thinking. Oh. Oh. I know what it is. But... The sound guy. <laughs> <laughs> now, as someone who has tinnitus, which is the chronic ringing of your, of your ears, even in silence... And I have it just enough to be annoying. I know when I'm experiencing some ear damage. That was splittingly loud. I know you got new system. I know you're trying it out. Turn it the fuck down, please and thank you. Yours truly. That was crazy. <laughs> and and usually mm. usually the one thing I've learned about any kind of sound design is that in an empty room you crank things up. When you fill it, it's not as bad because there's resistance. People are in the way. When the stadium, quote unquote, filled up, it was still ear splittingly loud. In fact, it got louder several yeah. times. I know when we used to sit over in, in one thirteen, I used to think it was there, and now we're in one in where we are in one seventeen, and it's just as bad, if not worse. Yeah, I don't know what yeah. it is. No, that was, that was Saturday was terrible. particularly yeah. horrendous, yeah. Mm-hmm. like to the point where literally we couldn't talk. To the point where I'm thinking about bringing earplugs just in case. Yeah. Which isn't really a bad thing, because I don't have to hear fans sell, 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 sell. That was great. Listen to this ultra. <laughs> Hardcore. <laughs> it's true. Free stuff, free stuff. Yeah. Hearing till I die, or till I lose it. <laughs> I don't want to say it now. I feel mean-spirited. Just don't say do it. it. Look more. I know. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> he was okay this time around. Well, I have to pick we, a goat. we have to pick one. If I had to pick the weakest player I saw that day, it was Luke Moore. Still going with the sound guy, even though he said player. Duncan? Um, I'll go with Tim Lewicki for reasons we'll discuss later. <laughs> this is getting out of control. <laughs> Damn it, we need last some order. Week, last week it was Greg Vanny, and that was bad enough. 
No, it's the sound guy. Are you still guy. Guy. Sim the wiki. I'm going to start. It means everything's going great, Tony. I'm the, the driver of the Ozzington bus. Yes. They weren't bad. I, I went with Osorio just for That's blocking that shot. There you go. With his head. That was... And That's good was, petty thinking. <laughs> <laughs> so, Vanny Tactics. Looks like he may be getting it right. And... You know, the dime is working as you're getting his wardrobe right. Well, we'll talk about that later too. Don't you worry. Bradley really, actually, it has been so noticeable the difference in the fact that he is not coming back. He's not trying to play defense. He's not trying to play completely all over the pitch. Although he still does it a bit. But I think this is. I think we can all agree this is kind of a good formation for them right now with mm-hmm. more or less okay players to fill it. It's not still optimal. We still need someone better out wide, and the defense is still not quite there. I don't know. I'm, I'm quite happy with Warner out wide, and I think yeah. that's probably a big part of why it's worked it's better these last few games. Is you know there is a bit more defensive, mm. a bit more of a defensive mindset. Yeah, uh, I, to him rather than like Robbie Findlay. It's you know it's maybe a bit of an attacking player in an attacking position, and things will get lost. Right. Um, I actually quite like Warner on the in midfield there. I think he uh, brings a much more defensive mindset than Findlay ever did. So I think that is playing a big part in this whole formation working a bit. It's let's Bradley get forward and let's the fullbacks get forward because Morrow is still very much bombing forward. But the last few games we haven't really seen all those counterattacks in the space that our fullbacks are leaving. I think, you know, having Warner back there definitely helps with that. So I'd be fine with him staying in there. I think for me maybe it's I don't I don't want to dislike Jonathan Osorio. And I don't dislike him. Mm, it's not personal. It it, well, it really isn't. I don't think he's talented. Shut up. And I think he has a, a future, you know, playing the sport and everything. He's a good player. I just think I'm still finding that whenever we're watching the game, I when I watch him, I don't get a sense that he actually sort of knows where he is. Like, I don't find he's... Every now and again, he'll, like, be in sync with another player and something will work. But maybe that's my issue, is I don't think that the way this team has to play to be successful really suits him. And I like, I like Colin Warner, too. I think he's done much better. And Robbie Finley is obviously not that person. Jackson can fill in occasionally um but i don't know maybe that's where i'm getting stuck with it i don't know perhaps mm-hmm. yeah i mean it would be nice to have like a, a wide attacking you know still kind of think oh, we should have that somebody who can just like bomb down the wing but mm. you know maybe that isn't really going to work with maybe i should stop everything hoping else for that <laughs> well we did that, doing we but, did that have that in an enduro yeah and, and i tend to agree with you unlike in an unlikely move of having warner there i was critical of it at first oh yeah up on here well, I mean we were all joking oh, yeah. Yeah, right, yeah, that's so. gonna work out well <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ooh, he's a holding winger yeah. but yeah that's just exactly a really what good job yeah. actually yeah it's, it's actually really helping the team we've coined a new term you're welcome everybody a holding winger it just seems to maybe be a steadying influence yeah and stopping the quick counter attack a little, a little more. Well, and Justin Morrow, still, while a good defender, is still playing out of position, right? So mm-hmm. there's a certain is measure of protection. Or yes. is he in his new position, Kristen? Mark Bloom is back any week now. Uh-huh. You wait and yes. see. <laughs> Him and Caldwell, are, all, Caldwell mm-hmm. are on the bus together. And Finley mm-hmm. and Simonin and... Not Joe Bendick, though. Well, Joe Bendick's probably hanging out with Caldwell. Joe Bendick's driving the bus. 
<laughs> shouldn't drink on. and drive, Tony. <laughs> Tony, I'm Tony yeah. don't drink One and drive, thing, Tony. I mean, talking about being out wide, though, I mean, in this game in particular, like Javinko was Very coming much. from wide a yeah. lot, which I think is something we've all said we'd like to see. And it's kind of weird because Vanny was talking about this on the Friday, I think, or in Thursday, maybe in training beforehand, saying, hmm, Portland's fullbacks go forward a lot, so we're going to try and kind of get into that space behind them and attack them that way. And then that's exactly what he did, and it worked. So what the f*** is Caleb Porter doing? <laughs> that, ooh, Greg Vanny is out-coaching you and so confident in out-coaching you that he's going to come out and tell you how he's going to out-coach you. <laughs> this is how we're going to do it. What the fuck, Caleb Porter? We've fallen into another dimension, clearly. Where Greg and telegraphing the move. If Craval yes. had scored that goal, that would have been. Isn't, wasn't, didn't you say it? That would have been our, our key that we'd fallen into another dimension right there. I am there. Greg Vanage, and this is my game tactics. <laughs> you see here the arrow going down the left side is how I'm going to beat you on the wing. You're going to do this, then Javinko is going to do this, and it's going to cause you these problems. Hey, Bruce Arena, suck my balls. He went and did exactly that. <laughs> So I have, I have one more question about sort of the formation, about the defense. So Zavaleta, we've said he's done, he did well in what, a real game. Not that the game against Montreal, it's a different... Burn Montreal. <laughs> no, that's against not, a that's real actually boy. not what I meant. Voyager's Cup games, they're just... They're just oh, what are you, oh, they're not important. Oh, they're, oh, they're oh, not real Let's just games. get rid of it. Why don't we just we, get rid of it? Yeah, let's get rid of it. Oh. God, it's like you're right for the sun or something. Clarson. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, I was a journalist to start, but um, no, I'm just wondering. So Zavaleta had a really solid game, and I think some of us are sort of thinking he might be preferable right now over Hagland. It's a bit of a toss-up. However, speaking of our favorite Sun Raider, the <laughs> rumor has been floated out there that everyone's favorite former captain, center back. <laughs> I said that just to see the look on Duncan's face when flotation. I said that. Uh, the Darren O'Gee. Shakhtar Tanesk star? I, indeed. Oh, wow. It was Metalurst. Oh, it was Metalurst. You're right. Yeah. Sorry. Anyway, potentially would be available slash interested, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Whether or not he is, would any of you take him back? No. Screw him. Solid argument. Wow. Yeah, I thought so. I got, I'm out. So, so support I, your disdain. Yeah. I, know, I know. I just see this. I, is it the money seen, thing? It's like Kurt Larson and Darren O'Day talking on Twitter a lot. Right. I think oh, this yeah. is just Kurt Larson doing his Trying buddy, to get uh, him a job? Yeah. It's like, oh, right. No. Yeah. Well, be hypothetical then. Hypothetical. That's why I said. I asked it hypothetically. Sure. Hypothetically, if he's going to come here on, you know, 100 grand, sure. You mean no, that's that, how I feel. You mean yeah. like 400,000? If, if he came here on a, a wage... I even touching below, like just below two hundred, I'm okay with that. Mm. Yeah, considering Caldwell's gone, and that's yeah, in presume, he's, yeah, he's pres- well presuming the, threes. the Caldwell's gone. Well, and let's we're not using, presume. Let's. But, but that's the only way it's going to happen. Well, yeah. we know Caldwell's gone, pretty much. Pretty much. Ninety-nine percent Caldwell's mm. on his way out. And talk of this Italian defender as well. Oh yeah, mm. I only saw a vague. Mm. I wasn't able to read that mm. article. Mm. What's his name? Santa Croce or something. Yeah, something crazy like that. Please. <laughs> Saint Croce. Saint Croce. Yeah. Duncan, uh, make this happen. Duncan, Duncan, please. I don't know if you've got any pull, but pull Saint Croce. Pull Saint Croce. Yeah. Damn, that would be awesome. But mm. uh, back to OD. Uh, sure. On on a regular wage of a guy coming from Blackpool. 
sure, I'd have him back. I th- yeah. I had no problem with, with him when he was here. The problem with OD when he was here was his wage yeah. and how it affected the rest of the lineup and what they could and couldn't do. But he, he also was, wasn't really that good. But he wasn't all I mean, if you, you'd wasn't notice the difference from when he was replaced by Caldwell, mm. the whole sort of that, the start of 2013, the whole late goals thing was happening all the time. I, I think Caldwell came in, it stopped. I'll agree with you. Caldwell, even though he's a much more expensive prospect, hypothetically, and OD coming back in mid-100s, low 200, Caldwell healthy is a much superior player to, to him defensively. I, mm-hmm. I, I agree, but I mean... Is Caldwell going to be healthy again? Yeah, no, well, even whether or not he is, I don't think he's in TFC's plans no matter what. Yeah. They've made that decision. They've That, that ship has sailed. Um, so I think we could do a lot worse. As far as a steady guy who's in his late 20s, 27, yeah. 28. yeah, Get some mileage out of it. Wants to be here to a certain degree. A certain degree? Oh, yeah. I'd want to be here too. He clearly wants to be here. Talk about telegraphing your move. I'd take anything <laughs> well, TFC would throw at me. But, Blackpool's like a pub team. <laughs> but but that's what I mean. Like, he, there's actual... You want decent players. You know, he's not a great player, but yeah. he's decent. It'd be interesting to see if that would work for the right wage. Yeah, if he's come back on what we were paying him before, then not a chance no, well, that's not gonna happen. you stay yeah. wherever it is you Good are. luck at Blackpool. Yeah, exactly. Have fun. But it's just an interesting idea. It's not going to happen. Oh, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. This whisper's been going around for a while. For months, though. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think if you, if you keep in contact with all your former employers, there's always the hope that there's a job opening they'll consider you. Like, we could do, pre- do worse. We could do worse. I'm I'm pretty sure LinkedIn will have that in as you know suggestion. <laughs> you know what to do with your career. I, I I I'm with you guys in the sense if the money's right. I don't know. If, like I can't imagine there's cap space. But if well, there would if, be if Caldwell. Yeah, yeah. If, if Caldwell's gone, you know, do you basically fill in the rest with him? Argue, argue, no, 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 no. no, no, no I'm, I'm assuming that they're near cap, if not at cap. Yeah. So if they lose Caldwell at whatever he's making, two hundred thousand, three, three, something, oh, three? three mid threes, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, also too, you wouldn't be getting, you wouldn't be signing him to a full season, so you'd get him for two or something like that. Two, two seven against the cap. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you still have room to sign some of the USL's finest players, not already. <laughs> under contract when, you know, late in the season we need somebody. So. And now, up next, the race for sixth, and some teams that apparently play out west all played their part this past weekend to keeping MLS afloat because, you know, TFC can't do it alone, and they shouldn't do it alone. Here to tell you all about the exciting action is Duncan Fletcher with this week's Wins and Losses. Thank you, Kristen. No problem. Uh, Yes, for the second consecutive week, MLS got weird, especially in the east with the race for sixth again. Let's get uh, weird! Yeah! Uh, again, just going right at it there. The, the sack race is grinding to a halt. It's very disappointing of the East there. It was uh, not a good week for the uh, the presumed obvious elite top four. Uh, New England had a particularly rough week. Got hammered 4-2 midweek by the Sparks. 
uh, a game that featured Jay Heaps seemingly losing his mind and a preposterously soft penalty decision against them. Uh, then they had two players sent off against DC, Chris Tierney and Lee Wynn, both thoroughly earning their red cards. Damn it. Um, the Reds were bundled up at that point, held on until the 80th minute when Jairo Arrieta scored literally seconds after Paul Mariner commentated DC can't break down the revolution. Sounded just well like done, that. Paul. Yeah, yeah. just like yeah. Absolutely. here. Yes, um, it's only a point each for two of the top four. At uh, Columbus, looked good for three points on Friday night, up two 0 after two Kai Kamara goals. But then Chicago fought back and got an injury time equaliser uh, to make goalie John Bush's 300th MLS game a happier one. Well done, John. Everyone likes a happy Bush. Mm. All these well done, players reach, reaching 300 yes. games. Borchers and Bush. Yeah. I know. Good for them. Maybe it's just bees. Mm. It was their week. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fourth of that top four, New York Red Bulls, they're at home to Philadelphia and uh, they just sleep the walk their way to a 2 0 deficit before finally putting in a few minutes of a decent effort that came to nothing. They just collectively shrugged it off as one of those games. As Philadelphia, it's now two clean sheets and two wins against DC and New York, no less, uh, since they all got their sacks out in protest. Um, so there, we deserve better banner is actually getting results. Hmm. Good for them. We knew they read those things. Mm. Uh, it's their first ever win, Red Bull Arena, and all of a sudden they got twelve points from thirteen games. Now very much in Wowza. that uh, race for six. Sacks in. Yes, indeed. Skin Thanks. in the game. <laughs> uh, also on a roll, Montreal, who beat uh, league leading Mark Hinckley's FC Dallas two one in front of uh, another crowd that barely got over thirteen thousand. Uh, Jack, Mac, and Ernie had uh, all been bitching about their lack of playing time, but they got a start and got what turned out to be the winning goal, celebrating with a shushing gesture aimed at someone, maybe Frank Clopas, but he doesn't <laughs> care. But listen, if he keeps scoring, he can go like this all the time, Clopas said. No problem. That means, he can, he actually, can take a dump on my clipboard. <laughs> In Greek, that means I'm number one. Yeah. Ah, excellent. Uh, Good to know. Good to know. Learned something. Mm. Uh, it was goalie Evan Bush who saved the games. Dallas piled on the pressure at the end. Oscar Pareja saying he made a few saves like I haven't seen in a long time. Unfortunately, it was against us. But that's the way the game goes. Very noble. World is very noble of him. Cliches. A lot of Bush. Oh. Not Pareja. Yeah. Oh, sorry. God. They're all all those Western coaches. They all look alike. Indeed. Um, Another decent result in the race for six. So Orlando get a point in San Jose despite going down to 10 men as uh, the teams swapped penalty goals after Brecksher's red card. Big news in that game was the San Jose goal, which was uh, Chris Wondolowski's 100th MLS goal. Uh, The ninth player to reach that mark. And uh, you've got to think he's got a very good chance to knock off Landon Donovan, really, at the top of the list. That's a reason to like him. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Okay, it would be. Um, he was in no mood to celebrate, though, picking the ball up, running back to the centre circle at the time, and then later bemoaning the drop points after the game. Uh, eventually, he did get around to the landmark, saying, It's a bit surreal. Right now, it's fun. I enjoy going out there, and whatever happens, happens. I grew up a fan of this club, so to be able to do it for my hometown team in front of my friends and family is pretty cool. It's not that old. No. <laughs> when was he a child? Um, a couple years ago, in the late nineties, I'm a baby. So grew up a fan of the club. Well, the earthquakes, much like Vancouver, have been going since no, but rich history. Yes, but then the old earthquakes would have been too old for him to go. Right. right. Mm. I smell a rat. I smell a scorpion mm-hmm. badge. <laughs> it, it would clash with everything. Yes. No. 
He continued, <laughs> very nice. Thank you. It burns. <laughs> hey, talking about my team. He continued, I got to give my dad a hug after and he had tears in his eyes. He was my first coach and has helped me along the way. That's what makes it special. Aw. Aw. That's literally what I have written down here, Mark. Aw. Yeah. And aw to your aw. Good Aww. for you. Good for you, Chris Wondolowski. Good for you. Um, the one Eastern Minnow who did lose were New York City FC who managed to lose to Western Strugglers Real Salt Lake in the coming in again of Jason Christ, his first game back in the holy Spanish Royal Mormon Temple that is sexy Sandy Utah. Jao Plata made his season debut. Yay. John Sturzer scored his first MLS goal. And uh, Javier Morales also returned from injury. It's uh, very emotional for Morales who said, you play against old friends, Winget, Grabbit, Velasquez... Jason's on the bench. Everyone, you know. There was a good atmosphere on the field with our people. You know, Platter's coming back and we won. So I think it was a great night for everyone. Ate at a tapas restaurant in Leeds. Sounded exactly like that. Nice. Nice. Let's see that. (laughs) Might not have been a great time for all those old friends you mentioned earlier, Javier, but not to worry. It's good for you. That's what counts. (laughs) Uh, Colorado. They beat Vancouver for their second win in the season. Out by Pedro Morales' free kick. Goal being waved off for a phantom foul called for an infringement in the wall. Kyle Robinson said of his team, they're a grumpy bunch in there tonight because they feel hard done by. And I've got to agree with them. Who's a grumpy bunch? <laughs> Bro, <laughs> you, 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 grumpy you bunch. You grumpy? Mm-hmm. Get the milk for the grumpy bunch. <laughs> uh, Pablo Mastroeni obviously got that exorcism he talked about uh, a few weeks back as this was the Rapids' first win at home since July. Uh, Kevin Doyle made his Rapids debut, uh, Irishman. Talked of getting used to the altitude. It was nice to win. I needed that. I needed to get involved and get that chesty feeling out. <gasps> chesty. Get, that what? get that chesty feeling out. <gasps> that chesty feeling. <laughs> right of your lungs. Uh, uh, Kansas followed up their win over the Revs with a credible nil-nil result in Seattle, despite only having five available subs. Uh, what Peter Vermees referred to as a humongous road point. And finally, one more Western struggler got a good result this week as Robbie Key made his comeback from injury and the little galaxy beat Houston 1-0. Yet another injury time goal from Alan Gordon to drag themselves back into a playoff position. It's a, a true Cinderella story. Well, that was a nice goal. Mm-hmm. Did you have awe in there too? I didn't actually. Oh. Mm. Aww. Aww. No, yeah. it's, it's more that you didn't have it. I was saying, it's Aww. Alan Gordon. Yeah. Yeah. Turned it up to eleven. Pretty much what he did. He pretty much did. He yeah, he whipped off his shirt, whipped off yeah. his shirt, and sort of ran to the corner and screamed. So I just turned it up to eleven. Yeah, pretty much. He's not Nigel Tufnell. Come on. Anyway, uh, that would be your MLS wins and losses for the week. Uh, lesson of the week: Don't gamble on MLS. Back to you, Kristen. Thanks. Thanks, Duncan. Everybody, it's Bitchy Blanks. You don't like car? Go home.
Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Bitchy Blanks, the hashtag game that is sweeping the internet, or at least we presume it is. And now to last week's blank. After his Miami Vice tribute in New England, for the next game, Greg Vanny will dress up as blank from the 80s. Before we get to this week's winner, gentlemen, what do you have for this blank? I went with the ultimate 80s student, Vinnie Barbarino. Whoa. Tactics. Oh, oh. What? Mr. Bez. When, Mr. Bez. Where? Enjoy. Nice. nice. Yeah, whatever. Welcome back. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Mr. Cotton. I also went with a student of the game reference. Uh, he should be going as uh, Emilio Estevez from The Breakfast Club. Because, uh, you know, he's still got some learning to do. <laughs> and uh, Robin Fraser, I figure, can be the, the, the geeky one. Mm. Uh, John Conway is clearly the, the cool one that gets the girl. Um, then, who are the other guys? Nick Thesloff can be Molly Ringwald. Don Kalichman can be Ali Sheedy. Creepy. Just cause. Greg Vanny does like throwing cold meat at statues. This mm. is true. This is true. Conway. Why did you have to be so needling? You're getting the movie wrong. Greg Vanny will dress up as Face from the A-Team. Hey. With Lewicki as Hannibal, Dikio as B.A. Baracus, and Murdoch played by Damien Perkis. I ain't getting on a plane. <laughs> he can't get on a plane. He's got a bad back. I ain't getting on no plane. You're retired then. <laughs> Can I coach? Uh, um, I went with something completely other than the rest of you, and I kept it to just Fanny. Uh, Mark for Mark. Because I think he could use some style with the snappy suspenders. Plus, I'm pretty sure that sometimes Fanny is just a little out there. So. As long as Jonathan Winter shows up every once in a while, I'm okay with this. And ages. Aaron Jonathan Winters. Aaron Jonathan Winters. Oh my God. Yes. Yes, Tony. Yes. Well, he won the podcast, everyone. There we go. We can all go home. You can follow him on Twitter at. (laughs) But this week's winner is Richard Barter at Richard D. Barter on the Twitters. And his answer was for the next game, Greg Vanny will dress up as Boy George. I do look forward to that. I really do, too. I think you can pull it off. Comes and goes. Mm -hmm. Tumbles for you. Nice. Such a chameleon. Nice. This week, if Benjamin Moore is the official paint of TFC, then Blank is the official Blank sponsor of TFC. Double con! That's right, everyone. It's a double blank this week. Can you handle it? I think you can. It's like double guitars. (laughs) We're going to break the internet. (laughs) <laughs> As always, please do send us your responses to us on the Twitters at VocalMinorityCA or to any of our individual Twitters. Play as often as you like. Just get your answers to us by Monday. Thanks. Well, now on to a really important part of this podcast. With all the drama that's been going on, it's easy to forget that TFC has an important home match this week against a very successful team in blue. I am, of course, talking about their season-changing game against Man City on Wednesday. It's been sold out for weeks. Oh, shoot. Or at least I assume it is. But after that is over and nobody gets hurt or exhausted there's this other game that they have to play I believe it's on Saturday I think it's at home against what I understand is a pretty decent San Jose Earthquakes team 
Mm. So here to give us some insight into the earthquakes is Duncan with the scouting report. Thank you, Kristen. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, I was just leaving that out there for him. Um, meh is the best description for San Jose, really. Uh, you look at their lineup, it looks pretty much nothing special. And that, uh, there they sit, fourth in the West, 18 points from 12 games. Uh, I guess a new stadium and Dominic Kinnear are more important than uh, you would have thought. Mm, that new Kinnear smell. Yes. Can't, you can't wash that shit out. Yeah. Like Greg. Mm. I know, right? Bastards. Um, I mean, look in that lineup, though. It, it is still confusing. I mean, the defense is all right. David Bingham's been good in goal. And you know, they've got Jason Bernardes, Clarence Goodson, Marvel Wynn, and like Jordan Stewart. There's, it's a decent defense that they have there. But ahead of that, it's all just so very underwhelming. I mean, up front, Adam Jean is their center forward. Who? Yeah. Exactly. He's, he's not I think he's pronounced John. Poses much of a threat. Then Adam. This, this ring is Sana Nayasi and Cher Salinas. I, ooh. You're just making names up now. San Andreas? Didn't they yes. used to be good? As, especially as, as mediocre as mediocre comes in MLS, really. Um, there is Chris Wondolowski. Fair enough. He's I hear that guy's good. good. Yeah. Uh, he sort of plays off John. He's obviously a goal threat. And Matias Perez Garcia is uh, settling in in his first full season. He's got three assists so far this season. It goes by so, MPG. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's some good, good, good knowledge. Yep. Yeah, that's what um, I do. But, you know, DP forward Innocent Emigar is out with injury, and really, you, you don't look at what they actually have and see much of a threat, really. I mean, Wondolowski's got seven goals. No one else has got more than one so far. I think you find he has 100. Seven this season. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Picky. Yes. Yeah, you really need to get your parameters down. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, they're chugging along at almost exactly one goal for and against per game. It's like 12, 4, 13 against through 12 games. In seven away games, they did score three in Seattle. But aside from that, they've scored no goals twice and one goal four times. Basically, they're, they're a Dominic Kinnear team. It's you know, best just expect a clog it up, grind it out kind of game. And, you know, it's going to finish like 1-1 one, one at most, really. So uh, yeah, I'm excited already. I, I know. <laughs> I sold that one. You really did. Yes. But uh, yeah, that, that's that San Jose Earthquakes. Back to you, Kristen. Thanks, Duncan. Thanks, Duncan. <laughs> Thanks, Duncan. Oh. I don't know about you, but I learned nothing about tectonic plates. I've No, no, <laughs> I was very disappointed. Here's Duncan with a look at the earthquakes. Yeah, nope. Nothing about them falling into the ocean? Nope. No. I mean, no, especially... I mean, isn't there something about like, ocean liners are supposed to be coming flying out to, into your window and hit you in the head? Yeah. I, the movie that? Shea Salinas. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's, it's a true story. So a couple questions for this game. TFC are coming off of, you know, a couple decent games mm-hmm. and seem to me be gelling in this current formation. So, of course, first question is lineup choices. Does Vanny stick with what he's got? Yep. Or? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> cool story, bro. <laughs> what if Robbie Finley's healthy? Does he play instead of Luke Moore? No, don't see it. Hope not. What if Mark Bloom is healthy? No, <laughs> probably not. Not the way they're going. Super not, fun. not right away. No, like, still not right. Well, yeah, because no. he, he was he was fit, then, and then he got hurt yes, again. Yeah, yeah, suddenly. I think for both of them, it would be substitutions, and if they acquit themselves well, maybe the next match. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, fair yeah. enough. Zavaleta again, as opposed to Hagland. I don't see why not. Why not? He's Since perfectly San Jose fine. doesn't really score all that much. No. Nope. Um, then next question. 
This is fast. Wow. I know. <laughs> We're just whipping through this. Yeah, I need to get my seatbelt. <laughs> mm. Hang on, boys. You all right? It's probably about George Best. Oh, it's probably. Shh. Stop Ooh. giving my stuff. <laughs> Where are the birds at? <laughs> Where are the birds at? Can we introduce George you to Bitchy? George Best, sexy ghost. <laughs> George Best, sexy ghost. That's the best part. So you mentioned Wando as being really the only threat. Really. Like, they're... He scored 100 goals on you know his whole career, seven goals this season, which is a good thing. But mm. I sort of fear uh, any player that's on any kind of good run of form um, coming into you know. I, although, although he did score the hundredth goal away from BMO, if he hadn't scored it the other night, then I would just be like, well, clearly it's going to happen on Saturday hey, because hey. that's what we do. Everybody knows you only really achieve legend status when you score your hundred first. Oh, that's true. You can so, get over that hundredth goal hump. Yeah, it's no, it's, that's that's the one you want. You know, hundred goals, psh, psh, anyone, anyone. But it's interesting to see even Jeff Cunningham can almost do that. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> true. <laughs> to see him, you know, back in form after you know he had that tremendous season and then got the big DP contract and everything, and sort of seemed to fizzle out for a while. The one thing that I, you didn't mention actually for in your scouting report, no, oh it's good because I get to mention it because I'm happy. Is who's not playing. You're not going to take I'm this, so are you? I'm happy about this. You're I know not, you're not. You're not going to take this. You Believe it or not. Yes. Believe it or not. That's right. Yes. Greatest American hero. Steve oh, right, yeah. Oh, I, I kind of forgot about Len Hardy. Yeah. Because so, so long since he's, he hasn't played since yeah. last September and then only briefly in one game. Like, he hasn't played. It's coming up not quite a Well, no, it's coming up on a year, I think. So, mm. mystery ailment they're you know he's training he's work you know he's working with people to figure out what's wrong that but was a hair injury well you know once they shore those longs mm. yeah he's he's growing it back yeah he's got to wait until he's got to a, a mm. full, full full big bird exactly level yeah. he can come acute back. follicle strain right now mm. he's just you know he's, he's he's playing piano in some bars and what oh he's a really good piano player sure no really he is Man, he's actually Duncan's very scouting reports really do leave a lot out. <laughs> yes. Lenhart, this is the yeah. one thing about him Lenhart, Lenhart. He's yeah, a very he, good, yeah, he likes he's a talented those, musician, he but those political he's an asshole ones, on the yeah. pitch, so I am delighted that he's not playing because I personally cannot stand him. I hope he at least comes to the game and, and taunts. Know, sort of, you know, meets up with John Conway before the game, you know, they <laughs> maybe have a little presentation, you know, do something, put a little video up on the scoreboard, reenact it. That would be... That Okay, that would be fantastic. Uh, was, I'd be all over that. I was really hoping to yell, yell at uh, Leonard, uh, sing us a song, piano man. <laughs> but that's, Sorry, I've ruined that for you now. That's okay. It's not my fault either. That's screwed. a joke my mom would love. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Joel. Billy Joel. <laughs> it's Billy Joel. For those Look of you under up. the age of, of 22, it's Billy Joel. Under the answer. age of 22. Well, I'm assuming that, you know. Kids older than that would have at least had some. Are hip, hip to his jam? Yeah, yeah. He's not. Well, he's not hipster quality. I much. like Chicago Fire. That's his song, right? <laughs> yeah, that, no, that's another great one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Oh, uh, you're talking about the you know the fact that they they score you know here and there ones kind of every game, but they do most mm. of their scoring at home. They haven't been scoring mm. a ton on the road, but they've also been letting most of their goals in on the road. So potential again for a TFC offense that is kind of clicking Seba getting some help from other places again on Saturday unlucky not to have been up more than one goal given the outstanding keeping from the Timbers goalkeeper whose name I've now forgotten what's his name 
Alawari or something, something like that. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, mm. he had a really good game. He did. Good for you, anonymous <laughs> guy. guy. I, remember. I, I wrote it out like three times. You're so cool, we've forgotten your name. Yes. That's what it well is. Well done, number 12 so, for Portland. Work, dude. Dude who's not Ricketts or Perkins. Goalie yeah, dude. Exactly. <laughs> Whoever you Whoever are. Whoever you are. Yeah. But this does give an opportunity for maybe someone else to score a goal other than Sabo. Maybe not. He's, that's sort of his thing right now since Josie's out. But it's nice to have a team coming in that you look at and think, we can maybe score goals against them. You guys just don't mm. care. I'm just going to do this whole bit by myself. <laughs> Believe it or not, it's Luke Moore. Aww. I mean, we yeah, could me. potentially score, but yeah, I, I, I know they're. I, I don't see them as much of a threat to score against us, but I, I don't see it. Oh yeah, this is a team that you'll we can kick the crap out of. I. Mm. It's not Philadelphia. Oh, oh wait, we can't do it's that. One anymore. nil. Yeah. Maybe, maybe one one. It'll be a grinder for sure. So mm. out of this goal it's scoring quite, yeah. effort from the earthquake, because Wando's got his hundred, so he's going to take the night off. Welcome That's back, Ty. Welcome back, Marvell. Which one of them's going to score? Both. I said one goal. Marvell win running fast, crashes into the back of Ty Harden, <laughs> just kind of falls <laughs> like a oak, like a majestic oak, towards the ball. Oh, <laughs> try his leg oh. open as he does it. Yeah. Like oh, try harder. Yeah. Ball ricochets off of Kanapka's beard onto Ty Harden's head. Mm. Yeah. Off of a sorry Odin. Yeah. Classic goal. Yeah. I mean, Harden did recently get his first ever, yes, so which you know, he's clearly he's hot he's, on a street. He's hungry yes. for it, yeah. Yes. He's I, my pick. I'm, I'm hoping for Ty. I mean, he took a lot of crap from TSC supporters. Me. Us, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know what? What Near the end of his, his tenure, you know, he had a lot of he had a lot of fight in his game. Wasn't very good at it, but he had a lot of fight in it. He got I, more likable to yeah, before he, did. he left, yeah. Yeah, he, there was that period where he really bottomed out. It's like, oh, God, get him off. <laughs> And then he was playing at least some level-headed football for a while, and and then he got shipped away. And I mean, I'm glad he still has a career because usually it acquitted himself fairly well. Yeah, you he put went. on you put on the TFC shirt, and it's a shroud of career death. So well, until you leave, yeah. yeah. So he uh, went from mollusk to catfish. Hmm. Uh, I need to see this chart because is this Cajun that, catfish? Is that lemon pepper catfish? I don't. I'm not pre-preparing it. <laughs> feels feels still feels like a lateral move, but I don't well, know. I'm not sure how, what you know about fishing, but they don't usually come out, uh, you know, sautéed out of the old Mississippi. How do you know? Where have you ever been on that river? Uh, I'm Cajun. Mark you're, Cajun, you're, Cockney. You're Cajun. <laughs> Cockney Cajun. I'd like to hear that. Cockney Cajun. Let's yes. hear it. It's it would hurt your ears. It's no, like, it's no, like no. mermaid language. We, we were at we were at BMO Field on Saturday. Like, Nothing no, could like, hurt our it, ears it's more like than mermaid that. Language. You can't just hear go last say la bon temps relay in your best. <laughs> oh. All right, that I'm would be dancing Paul Prudhomme. Oh, well then. Mm. Wow, brought up brought up brought up the Belgian legend, did you? That was that was impressive. Oh no, sorry. Thinking Mark Prudhomme, the yeah. goalie. You're talking about the chef. I'm catching up. Hi everyone. <laughs> My name is Mark, and I'm. Remembering things from my childhood. Remember that time Popper Dome was in goal? Oh my god, yeah, for Belgium! <laughs> <laughs> Legend! Oh we see that it's like David Platt, 1990 World Cup, right from Coronation time Street? Goal. Yes. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, that's yeah, the one. Yeah. When David Platt from Coronation Street scored on Paul Prudhomme in goal? Yes. Oh, celebrity football. Yeah. I mean, delicious. That's that. That's the moment, really. Yeah. You know, Italia '90. Yeah. You know, Scoo Gaza. That's that's what it was all about, and that's you know, really Nick Hornby. The whole thing. It all, it yeah. all flowed from that moment. Yep. 
Mm-hmm. I'm desperately trying to come up with anybody else to it's throw okay. into this. <laughs> I have one last question. If TFC lose on Saturday, mm-hmm. is it, again, like, Vanny's managed to get himself a fair bit of, I think, goodwill for the next while in terms of... He's got a Vanny cushion. Yeah. So how long does the Vanny cushion last? How many losses or poor performances? Three games. No, it's longer than that. Who I was going to say five. Three lo- I'm like losses, what I mean games. For every win, he gets an extra loss. Yeah, probably. Probably. Hmm. So he's on four now. So he's extended himself. He could lose four in a row and be okay. Yeah. <laughs> if he wins if he wins against San Jose, he gets, he gets five. So basically, he's building his cushion going like into the gold cup. It's like a video game. get little things you can use. Yeah. yeah. Power-ups. Yeah, I think he's good until, you know, at the end of June. But probably said the gold cup's going to come with its own excuses. About, oh, these players aren't here, blah, 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 blah. So he'll probably be fine to get through the gold cup. Then, you know, he's got a few games after that. Okay. Uh, it goes to the beginning of August. All right. Wow. Mm. Good, good, good mm. Vanny window. Until the, you know, Mark Cohan becomes the CEO of MLSE and then. Isn't that happening this week? Bobo Clemens Bobo Hey, he's got coaching badges. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> probably more qualified. <laughs> Obi. Obi. Fuck that guy. All right, well, we'll get to see new look, earthquake, new coach. Maybe they'll get the new coach bump coming into BMO. Maybe not. He's been there like 12 games already. It's new this season. It's Greg Kinnear. Not really. It's new to us, but not new to them. He's a Hollywood treasure. We're still talking about the same Stop thing. Stop trying to make Greg Kinnear happen. <laughs> yeah, his career has not happened yet. So, well, The car wash movie, or the windshield wiper movie. Windshield wiper movie? Is that Dennis compelling. Quaid? No, it was fucking Greg Kinnear, Hollywood legend. Hmm. You I, got need, I need an IMDb I'm moment. Confused. It's okay to ignore us. Sorry. What about Ghost Town? Excuse us while we fight about movies. A movie about George Best. All right, that is it for us here at the Vocal Minority Podcast for this week. Thank you for tuning in and listening to our insane rambling. As always, if you've got questions, comments, or feedback, we'd love to hear from you. You can reach out to us on the Twitter machine, leave comments on the site or on our Facebook page. Yes, we are on Facebook. Or send us an email. Uh, Next week, we will be discussing... Stuff. Stuff. Things. Mm. A game. Sometimes Mm -hmm. football. Oh, we have to do that? Maybe random 80s references? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> it more than meets the eye. There's a treat. There's a teaser. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Go, boss. Oh, I love it. Aw. <laughs> um, as always, I have been joined by the insane panel of five-year-olds, Mr. Duncan D. Fletcher. Hello. Mr. Tony Walsh. Sexy ghost. <laughs> Mr. Mark Hinkley. Panda bear. <laughs> I love it. Sounds delicious. As for me, I am Christian Walsh. <laughs> And that's all for us this week. Until next week, Toronto, get used to it. Roll on Twitter. Shit. <laughs> 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 they know by now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was trying oh. to get us out. <laughs> just, just, just kid nerd Mark Duncan D. Fletcher, Malaki FC, and KZ Knowles. At Sexy um, Ghost. That's uh, yeah, that's good. Oh, yeah, if not, we should squat on it. There's a t shirt in there somewhere.
Fagundes. Block, no, just block him. Just block him. It's just only fair. He blocks one of ours, we block one of his. <laughs> Solidarity, Dunk. Yeah. Come on, at least do it in a fucking Sean Connery voice. Solidarity. No, you block one of ours. Oh, that one. Yeah. That's from The Untouchables. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Stumbled on that you one. You pulled out a reference that you didn't even know? Uh, no, I just... No. Oh. No, not in the slightest. Never seen it. Was I good? <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> I wish I was standing in that. Untouchable. Remember? <laughs> no, I'm asking because I don't know. Do you remember? I'm an Irish cop. I'm an Irish cop. <laughs> Um, after you did that, and he said sack race. Yep. Just blew my mind. Sack and grinding. He <laughs> said he's doing nipple rub. Jesus, <laughs> shit was getting weird. Oh my god! I need Welcome a cast. Welcome to our audio visual podcast. <laughs> yes. Once again, check YouTube. This is gold. <laughs> <It's> amazing. <laughs> anyway, studying these, I'm going to start at the top. Blair, yes, but he's a. Well, you know, we have open mics, right? I'm seeing Peanut it. Gallery. I'm totally seeing it. <laughs> He's shut, in the shut, middle shut, of shut, something. Shut, 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 shut. You're like, I didn't. You did it like three times before I told you to stop. It's he like did it once. Something like Clive the orangutan over there. <laughs> what? What is it? What is it? You, you hungry? You hungry? You, you hungry? Please call me. In. Get him a hooker. No, Clive. My house. Clive, you know. I, yes, I know. Stop. That's why they're endangered. It's true. Because of their delicious milky beer. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Straight straight from the pan. Just teat. Straight from the teat. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. The, yeah. That Deli- faint hint of bamboo. Delicious. That's a good Budweiser mm-hmm. yeah. coming. Straight from the teat to your mouth. Galloping panda horses. Beer. Cowboys. <laughs> Galloping panda bears. Yeah. Galloping pandas. <laughs> Across the plains. Them, yeah. Yeah. Across the plains of Montana. Yes. Oh, of course. Of course. Stampede. Look out for that stand of bamboo. Panda beer. <laughs> Clydesdale pandas. Yeah. <laughs> 